Hello, this is Saril from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 5th of November. India recorded 12,729 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.43 crore. The number of new infections is marginally lower than yesterday's count of 12,885 cases. With 221 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,59,873. During the course of the pandemic, from April 19 last year to November 3 this year, the Delhi police issued 3,14,977 chalans for violations of coronavirus-related norms, the Press Trust of India reported. Most of these, nearly 2.78 lakh, were issued to people for not wearing masks. Mumbai's civic body, the Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation, is set to call up nearly 3 lakh people who took their first dose in the city but did not turn up for their second dose, the Times of India reported. The corporation's ward-level war rooms will make the calls to check if they took the second dose. The Indian Express today reported that according to the state government data, breakthrough infections or cases amongst those who were fully vaccinated constitute a sizable chunk of the daily COVID count in Kerala over the past two weeks. It further said that only a tiny fraction of the cases required oxygen beds or ICU admission as vaccination reduced the severity of symptoms. The coronavirus has infected over 248 million people in the world and caused more than 5 million deaths so far, according to the Johns Hopkins University. Prime Minister Narendra Modi reached the Kedarnath Temple in Uttarakhand this morning to unveil a 12-foot statue of Adi Shankaracharya and flag of reconstruction work worth over rupees 130 crore at the temple premises. The Prime Minister conducted a Rudrabhishek Puja after reaching the temple and took an inspection of the reconstruction work going on in the premises. The 35-ton, 12-feet-long statue inaugurated today is that of Adi Guru Shankaracharya, an 8th-century seer who had attained moksha at Kedarnath. His samadhi stal was washed away during the 2013 Kedarnath floods. The Prime Minister said, and I quote, After the 2013 destruction, people used to question if Kedarnath could be redeveloped. But a voice within me always told me that Kedarnath will be redeveloped again. Unquote. He further said that the new statue has been made by a Mysore-based sculptor using chloride schist, a rock known to withstand rain, sunshine and harsh climate. The Prime Minister also inaugurated redevelopment projects worth Rs 130 crore at the shrine. These projects include the Saraswati Retaining Wall Asthapat in Ghats, Mandakni Retaining Wall Asthapat, Teeth Purohit Houses and Garur Chatti Bridge on River Mandakni. Apart from these projects, Modi is also scheduled to lay the foundation stone of Kedar Puri reconstruction projects worth over Rs 400 crore. The reconstruction at Kedar Puri is considered the Prime Minister's dream project. Modi reportedly personally reviews its progress at regular intervals. The Environment Minister of Delhi, Mr. Gopal Rai, today lashed out at the BJP, accusing it of instigating people to burst firecrackers on purpose. His statement comes in as Delhi's air quality index dropped to the severe category this morning as people defied the ban on firecrackers and the national capital woke to a blanket of deadly smog. The NETV reported that the city's air quality index, which stood at 382 at 4pm yesterday, entered the severe zone around 8pm as low temperature and wind speed allowed the accumulation of pollutants. The neighbouring cities of Faridabad, Ghaziabad, Gurugram and Noida also recorded severe air quality which peaked after 9pm. The concentrations of particulate matter or PM2.5 stood at 999 per cubic metre 
at Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium in the city today morning against the World Health Organization's prescribed safe limit of 25. The system of air quality and weather forecasting and research reported that the levels of PM 2.5 in the national capital over the last 24 hours was the highest in 3 years. Dr. R. K. Jenamani, a scientist associated with the Indian Meteorological Department, informed NDTV that the overall air quality is in severe category because of bursting of firecrackers on Diwali and presence of biomass pollutants in Delhi. He further added that the air quality and fog conditions will improve once the wind speed picks up. Due to the thick smog, there have also been reports of a car pileup accident on the Eastern Peripheral Expressway in Greater Noida today, where six cars crashed into one another due to low visibility. Experts from the Air Quality Forecast Agency have predicted that Delhi might see some relief only by November 7th. A group of farmers in Haryana's Hisar district greeted BJP Rajya Sabha member Ram Chandra Jangra with slogans and black flags when he arrived in Narnon city to inaugurate a dharamshala today. In a struggle between the police and the farmers, his car's windshield was also broken. Farmers had arrived at the inauguration site and were waving black flags in protest against the central government's contentious farm laws. They also chanted slogans against the governing party. The police had heavily barricaded the area in an attempt to stop the farmers, but they were unable to control the large crowd. The farmers eventually pushed their way into the event venue, shouting slogans against the government and the administration. The attendees of the event in turn countered with slogans in support of Mr. Jangra. The protests in Hisar today come just a day after Jangra faced a similar protest yesterday in Rohtak, where he had gone to attend a Diwali ceremony. After the event, he had said that those who were protesting against the farm laws were jobless alcoholics and not actual farmers. Changra had also made a speech in the past where he called on people to deal with the farmers strictly and convinced them to stop protesting. According to reports, this triggered the protests at Narnond today. Listeners, news from legacy media outlets has been marred with factual inaccuracies, especially so when it comes to reporting on the farmers' protest. A case in point is the recent spine-chilling murder at Singhu border. Instead of reporting on what happened, several television news anchors used it as a chance to delegitimize the protests and demand that they be ended. News laundry reporters Basant and Deeksha went on the ground to investigate what happened. Gurjeet, a protester who was staying just tents away from where the incident took place, gave News Laundry a detailed account of the incident. You can read the full report titled, We Don't Get in the Nihang's Way. Eyewitnesses detail a night of horror at Singhu, exclusively on the newslaundry.com website. Listeners, these reports will show you the difference between reporting on the ground and the angry commentary you'll hear from some TV news studios. And if you prefer the first, support our journalism because we can't continue our work without your support. We are a 100% ad-free news platform running solely on the support of our subscribers. Head on to newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. Subscriptions start as low as rupees 300 a month. BJP leader Kapil Mishra today attended a Govardhan Puja event organized by members of the Sanyukt Hindu Sangharsh Samiti at the Sector 12A site in Gurugram where namaz had been taking place every Friday. The Samiti had announced earlier this week that they would conduct the Govardhan Puja to oppose namaz at all public places. The Sector 12A site in particular, where namaz was being offered under police protection, has witnessed disruptions from right-wing outfits and local residents over the past two weeks. 
Last month, a group of 26 protesters, which included several right-wing supporters, were arrested for attempting to disrupt the namaz. They were released on bail the same day. Explaining his attendance, Mishra told the Indian Express, and I quote, "This is a movement for citizens' rights, for free roads, and their demands are legitimate. No one has the right to block roads every week. I support this movement." The protesting citizens of Gurugram are showing the way to other citizens who are bothered with blocking off roads but are not courageous enough to come out and demand their rights. Unquote. The event comes in just a few days after the Gurugram administration withdrew permission for namaz at eight of the 37 designated sites in the city. In a statement by the Gurugram police, the authorities stated that the decision was taken after objection from local residents and resident welfare associations. Listeners, our reporter Tanishka Sodi went on ground to investigate how Gurugram sector 47 is turning into a communal hotspot after right-wing protesters were adamantly protesting against Muslims who were offering their Friday prayers over there. You can check out the report titled "They Can All Be Terrorists: A Day with Right-wing Protesters Who Want to Stop the Friday Namaz." Only on newslaundry.com. Flash floods caused by torrential rains in Indonesia have killed at least eight people and left three others missing since yesterday. The National Disaster Mitigation Agency today said that rivers on the slopes of Mount Arjuno overflowed their banks on Thursday, and their muddy waters inundated five settlements in Kota Batu, a city on the main Indonesian island Java. As of today, six people have been pulled from the debris alive, while rescuers have also found half a dozen bodies in the Batu village and two more victims in Malang. However, search operations are underway to find three more people who are still missing. The debris from the overflowed river has also destroyed local bridges, making it all the more difficult to carry out rescue operations. The AFP reported that disasters like these are often caused by deforestation and poor mitigation planning. according to environmentalists the national disaster mitigation agency has also warned that such torrential rainfall is likely to continue till february partly because of a la nina weather pattern that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.